Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Who's compared last time I did this? Do you think it's the same? So uh, by the way, lovely apartment. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Lovely place. Nice no, I think it's blue. I wanted to change the color of lamps. It helps. There's it a does. candle. It feels good. It's good energy vibe. It's good like it's cozy. talking. Totally. Yeah. I like your corner right here. This is like we were Books, but I just organized it. Except for he put that card there. So that drew me a little bit when I came in because I shouldn't be there. Which card? I, I had everything organized and nice. And then Leland like put something randomly on the bookshelf. And so later when I came in, I moved it. And she was like, oh, that's so funny because I noticed that that shouldn't be there. (laughs) 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 That's so great. Because I think sometimes, I guess if you're the type of person who likes like things in a certain way, in a certain flow. And then other people are like, things can just go anywhere. And so you'll notice them when it's moved. Cast, except for it's very old now. And so there's only so much you can talk about dating relationships. So I was trying to think like, how do I keep it in that team so I was going to ask you, wait, so are you seeing, you're seeing someone now, right? Yes. All right, they're younger than you. Yes. How much? How many years? I don't think that matters. I mean, really <laughs> what matters is the connection you have with someone. Said a man, said every man <laughs> ever. <laughs> I mean, yes, she's 25 years younger no, than me, but no, Leonardo DiCaprio. Up. No, oh, he's like, yeah, he's the 25, sorry, after you. Well, yeah, he only dates people who are younger than, I think he's dating someone, I said this recently, someone like, oh, he only dates people who are younger than 25, and she's like, well, he's dating someone older now, and I was like, oh, and she, what age? And she was like, 27, I'm like, well, he was not that much older. Jesus Christ, that's a big uh, jump for him, though. Yeah, whereas Keanu Reeves is dating someone his age, and when he's, they- is he 65 or something she's like older yeah she's like older and graying and doesn't like try to like put shit in her face like she looks her age yes and it's amazing and we're all like it's such a fucked up world that we're like wow well done Keanu look at that yeah look at that normal dating range that this famous person has also she like she seems very sophisticated. Do you see her? Like, yeah, she seems classy. She's like such such a classy person. Has like opinions. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like, she knows about world affairs. You yeah. Know? She's like knows what's going on in Uzbekistan right now. Yeah, you know? I think it was Danish or Zaid when I was in um, Atlanta said that uh, people who when people go into Hollywood, they're the age they are when they enter Hollywood. So like maybe Leonardo DiCaprio dates women who are so young because they're they're equal in emotional intelligence. Like, I know he's obviously oh a, a brilliant actor, but, like, maybe in his head, he's still only in his 20s, you know? That's very true. Yeah. I also heard that one of the reasons they do that is because there's such an effort to, like, look young and, like, yeah. be young and feel young that they date younger and younger people to try and stay feeling like, oh, look, I'm still very young. Yeah. I'm picking up this 25-year-old, which it's is gro- creepy. It makes it feel like a watch, though. Like, look how much money I have. Look at my Rolex. Yeah, bo- yes. Look how... 
cool I am. I can have a 25-year-old. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's, that's totally crazy. what it is, without question. And it's easier. Younger women are easier to manipulate or they won't ask for as much. And I mean, if they're, if he's the type of person as well, he's like, I just want to do my own thing. And, you know, I'll be like kind of bossy or tell her what to do. I feel like older women will be like, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. they don't fall for that shit. Yeah. I think any woman over like 40 is just like, what are you doing? You're yeah. wasting my time. And it's smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like, um, there's that study that came out just recently, and they talked about how uh, women who don't marry and don't have kids, don't marry, don't have kids, in their later lives, uh, in their older life or whatever, they actually come out more financially successful than men. I know. I saw someone do like a TikTok, like uh, uh, joking about it, and I can't remember who it is, but it's definitely someone we know, and they're like, wow what a surprise oh it was eleanor conway <laughs> eleanor conway she's a british comedian but she's like yeah what a surprise or maybe it wasn't her fuck who was it i actually i actually shouldn't quote because i i watch so much tiktok now it's all getting mixed up but someone was like what a surprise we have more money and um because we don't have kids and uh, yeah yeah, of yeah course. there's no one dragging you down of course i yeah. mean yeah if you don't get married and you're able to you know keep your money for yourself even like couple even not people who do end up in monogamous relationship but don't have kids anytime you meet a couple who an older couple who doesn't have kids yeah. they're like i'm just going off to the south of france and it's not like yeah. they're rich <laughs> it's just kids are a fucking drain yeah the first year alone twenty five thousand dollars and that's uh you probably get more to sell them you know <laughs> we were like yeah yeah <laughs> i mean yeah i don't know it's very i it's a it's a weird because money's nice. Like, I mean, just... Totally. And I don't mean like, okay, so yeah, you, you weigh up the benefits. Like, okay, if you get married and you have a kid and you hope that you'll have a good relationship with them and it'll all work out and you'll stay in contact. But you're kind of just doing everything for them all the time. Yes. And then you have no money to go to... Like, you know, I ha me and Leland went for Thai last night. If we had a kid, it'd be like, we'd feel so guilty. Like, I don't know why the kid <laughs> needs new teeth in a month, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> like, not rich. Yeah, you just, only the two of you can eat Thai and the kid's just watching you. Yeah. You'd feel so guilty, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot to put my phone on uh, silence. Sorry. I do that sometimes because I always miss my dad's calls. All right. I didn't even notice. Oh, it's this Tori. Tori Piskin's texting. Um,. Yeah, I, yeah, it's weird, but then, yeah, okay, so let's say you're, what is the benefit of kids again? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you get to... Love, I guess? Love, yeah, it's yeah. It's like also a late-term insurance policy, because it's like, uh, in your older years, supposedly, they'll take care of you. I know, but if you don't have kids in your older years, you'll have money to take care of yourself, you know? You That's can, true, too. Yeah. But it, it, but it is nice, too, you know, having, like, family and all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, the children are full of unconditional love, yeah. which is something we can never replicate with, like, stuff. Do you ever think it must be, this is so psychotic, what I'm about to say, but, like, you know, let's say if you had kids in your 20s yeah. and you didn't really get to follow your dreams and your yeah. whole life was them, and now they are living in this world now and they're off living their dreams. I wonder if those people get, like, a little, like... All right, well, fuck you. I didn't get, you know, or a little jealous. No, oh, or. my God. That happens all the time. Yeah. Especially with, like, do you know, like, um, actor moms? Like, the yeah. moms of, like, have you you've seen them before, right? Like, yeah. the moms of that, the kids. That, like, push the kids into yes. reacting. Yeah. Have you seen Dance Moms ever? Dance Moms? Uh, dance moms. Oh, Dance, no. Yeah, yeah. There's, like, the same idea. It's just basically a mom who's, like, maybe her own dreams were either crushed or whatever. Yeah. And then they just push it all on the kid. Yeah. Trying to get them into acting, dancing, or whatever. It's really creepy. 
Yeah. It's like they're trying to live their dream through the kid. And that happens all the time with, like, all these, like, celebrity kids. So all these celebrity kids will have these moms that, like, drag them around to, like, um, different auditions and trying to really get them in behind. That's what happened to Leonardo DiCaprio, too. Yeah. His mom was, like, his kind of pusher on. Oh, I mean, any of those celebrity kids, like Ariana Grande, like their mom, yeah. obviously. And they might have... It's weird because obviously Ariana Grande is very successful and she seems to be doing fine. I don't know her personally, but um, She's a great girl. Yeah, but all the well, you know, she did date P. Davidson, so we all make mistakes. Yeah, but he is cute. You know, he's a fun little like if you're going through shit. He is handsome. Uh, oh, is he like so? He's the going through. I mean, guy? he's not technically handsome, but he's like ha- like attract. I shouldn't say handsome because he's not, but he's attractive. Yeah, there's something he's like you'd little fuck ba- about him. funny bad boy yeah. type. Yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. But Six three. Six, oh right, yeah, Six yeah, and he's tattooed, and yeah, yeah, tattooed. everything you need for like a little rebound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this um, guy is perfect. This is, yeah, 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 and he seems silly and fun, and like he doesn't seem like someone you'd long term commit to. Oh no, it's great. Yeah, but anyway, um, it's fucked up because let's say for those moms who are like, okay, well, I had a kid, and I didn't get to leave my dream, um, so their whole life is trying to get put this kid into all this acting and do these movies, but then the kid isn't getting to live like a normal life. So yeah. it's kind of like two lives you're messing up because you're like annoyed you have a kid and you're not going to live your dreams so you're forcing this kid to live your dreams so you're constantly doing everything because they work hard those actor moms to like and then but the kid isn't getting to enjoy a real art decide what they like or what they want to do yeah they're fucking unhappy they're fucking they get older they have this money they get really like fucked up in the head that's how they all end up on drugs or whatever who's the guy I always call him McGiddigully Reeks, but that's actually like a mountain range in Ireland. What's his name? McGiddigully Reeks? What? What? <laughs> Did you say McGiddigully? The famous <laughs> McGiddigully Reeks from Ireland. You know no, that I mean, that's probably not even the name of the actual mountains, but you know, <laughs> he's in Home Alone. What's his name? Oh, Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. Did you mean Macaulay Culkin this whole time? Yeah. Mc- that's so cute. McGiddigully Reeks? That's funny. Macaulay Culkin. So... He was fucked up. What's her name with the red hair? It was in uh, Freaky Friday and Parent Trap. Oh, oh Lin- Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. She oh, my God. Amanda Byron. But this is the only thing. You're putting these kids in. Remember Amanda Byron? It, yes. It came out that that guy, because she emancipated herself from her parents. Yes. And the guy who helped her, who was like her producer of all these shows, it's like gossip or speculation that he is like a bit of a pedophile. Or else he like fancies them because he was very creepy and uh, Britney Spears' sister wrote a thing. But like when you read it, there's like an anagram. Okay, this is all conspiracy now at this point. But there's like an anagram saying like Dan did it and his name was Dan. Oh my God. Yeah, I watched too much TikTok. And he was like, and then when people were going back watching over all these shows he produced with all these young little girls. Wait, is this Dan Snyder? Maybe. And he, yeah, and he's kind of bigger. Yeah, I I heard, yeah, yeah. And he like would uh, do all these shots with their feet. Yes. Apparently, as a football. Yes. Oh my god. I heard that. I heard that. I heard the exact same thing. Yeah. And it's not impossible to believe. There's fucking pedophiles everywhere. It's real creepy. I just hour. saw another TikTok where it was a woman um, like stitching this TikTok. So I don't know where the original one is, but it was from like a, a news case in Florida, Jacksonville. Yeah. Where there was two parents and they read their daughter's homework, and one of the things said take a picture of yourself doing your homework in the bath. I know. Isn't oh that insane? Oh, my God. That's so weird. So they went to the school. It was a Christian school. 
and they went to the school and they said like like well, this is kind of weird yeah that's kind of a red flag yeah I, and then the school did nothing about it they were like you're overreacting like it's yeah. it's we've been it's doing just this a years. kid in the bath why aren't you sending me pictures of this what's yeah. weird about this yeah they were like you're making it weird she can wear her clothes like it's not a big deal and then they were like they said it to the police too like we're just wondering if there's like weird shit going on and then the police said it to the school too. So then the school called them and was like, we think you should pull your daughter out of the school. And they were like, we're not going to do that. She shouldn't, you know, all she did was say she was uncomfortable. We're saying it's inappropriate. Absolutely. Yeah. So not pulling my daughter. But anyway, then the next day when they dropped in the daughter, they had like a thing saying, we accept you pulling your daughter. It's like they basically were like, yeah, you are pulling your daughter. Oh my school. God. So then they went to like, I don't know what the, what's going to happen afterwards with the girl who was stitching it was like, it's so insane that like, these like Christian schools don't have sex education. They don't no, have, no, no, no. and then they're like, "Go take pictures in the bath." And she's like, "Oh, and they've been doing it for years. Like, where, uh, where are all these pictures? This is oh crazy." And we don't even think about that. Yeah, where did those pictures end up? Yeah, yeah, and it was like the principal being like, "You're overreacting." But why would you? That doesn't make any sense. Why would you need to take a picture? And it showed the picture. It showed like the the school homework, and it was like, yeah, just like. I can't remember what the other stuff was, but it did say take a picture in the bathtub while you're doing it. But that's house. still really weird. It's so weird. It's so weird as well, especially when Christian schools are so like trying to, they don't like anything sexual. So you think that they would be the, wo- the fr- they'd be like, the first ones. Would be no like, no pictures. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. then again, I forget that they're all like, also there's a few, pe- you know, there's a good few creepy stuff goes on. In there's, in, yeah. yeah. But it's just, we- that's so open though. Usually they're sneaky about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Also like, not just that, like, that's just like, it's it shows you how slowly these these little things kind of seem so innocent and harmless, and how in reality it's like you should trust your instincts because most times people are gonna go, yeah. it's kind of weird. Well, right? I feel like that's what happened with a lot of kids in the Catholic, uh, when the priests were being like assaulters or be rapists and stuff because people have such faith in their religion that they don't want to believe. And I'm sure like kids came home, maybe, maybe not, obviously not all of them, but I'm sure, and I'm sure some families believe, but I'm sure there was a lot of uh, families were like, no way priests, such and such. Cause they've such, it's their whole belief system is being torn down then. So, um, yeah, definitely when your kid is like something weird or if you feel there's something weird, ugh. My kid keeps telling me that he was molested, but I think he's just being lazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, God, no. Um, it's hard. And then maybe kids don't know the right words for it, too, so they probably didn't know how to. Oh, yeah. To, like, that's totally why it's, speak about. Exactly. That's why it's really important to have sex education to down to the point where it's like, because in, I think, Norway, they do it where they say, like, ask for consent with a hug. So before you hug someone, be like, is it okay if I hug you? So, and they really teach them about their body parts and everything so they can vocalize. Because I know, like, most Irish people growing up were, like, not taught about things like that. You're actually, I knew, me growing up, I was really taught that, like, like you should hug and be warm and welcoming yeah, and smile. Yeah, yeah. Um and like it, you know it'd be rude not to that's the way I was brought up so it's just it's a it's a a good way to teach kids. Do you do you ever feel like, and I I love in this new kind of like new let's kind of respect each other's space kind of vibe. Yeah. There's also like a an opposing thing that's happening right now individualism a lot of individualism kind of yeah. coming up to the next generation. So it'd be interesting to see how these two like ideas clash. You know, because one of it's being considerate to a person and the other one's being like, who cares? I'm an individualist. And I feel like we're going to have a lot of like tension in the next couple of years, you know, yeah. after like 
couple decades. I don't know. There's a lot of problems, I think, right now we can all agree on. I think this next generation coming up are the first generation that are so fucking accepting, which is amazing. They're yeah. going to, they're, they're, no matter what, you could be like, I have whatever planetarianism. I don't even know what that is, but you know what I mean? And they'll be like, you, yes, we understand, we respect. The only other side is I will say that I wonder if there's like a kid who doesn't have anything, do they feel a bit like, you know, like everybody's like, I have something, there's something go- I'm going through or there's some struggle or there's, there's something wrong with me. So I feel like people are so open now, which, yes. is, but I mean, it's great. I just, I just wonder if there's some kids who are like, oh, damn it, I gotta, I gotta dye my hair blue to fit in or whatever, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so that has to happen, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that, that has to happen. So there has to be like, I think for every one kid who's sincere, there's like at least one other kid that's like trying to copy it, you know, because no one really knows themselves as a kid, right? Yeah, I agree with that. I think, too, I think if I had a kid and they were like, this is what I am, this is what I want, I'd be like totally understanding, but I'd also be like, okay, and you'll figure that out as you go along. Because even now I'm like a 30, nearly 32-year-old woman, because I'll be 32 in two weeks. And oh, I'm my like, God. I'm like, sometimes I'll be like, am I bi? I don't know, but I don't like, I'm probably not going to ever, if I were this, if I were a teen now, I would explore that though. And maybe I would find out that I'm not. Um, but I think, yeah, I think there's like, it's great. We have this thing. This is my opinion, which means nothing. It's great. We have labels and people can express themselves and understand them. And I think it's great that we have all these information, but the other side is it's hard when you, when you feel you have to fit yourself into a label or box. That's true. Because, I'm probably just, I'm probably not, there's probably, most of us probably aren't just this thing. Like, I'm probably not bi. I probably just find, like, four women in my lifetime very attractive. Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? But Those that, are extra hot ladies. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, I get, or, like, what I would find attractive in a woman, yeah, let's yeah, say. Because yeah, yeah. there's probably only been four in my life that I'd be like, oh, would I cross that line? Um, but well, I don't. Wait, do they all have a character trait? Or is it just, like, happens to be four different women types? Um... I different like Katie, like different. You found them hot in this period of your life, or like this was grunge Katie. They were kind of like her. badass, curly hair. Oh yeah. wow, okay. But um, uh, but yeah, no, I I I think though that I wouldn't want to fit myself in a box of. I'm just like, but I, I mean that probably doesn't make me fully straight because that's not. But I mean it, it's so it's so great we're getting these labels, but then on the other side it's like maybe some people just want to be like, so. Ha- I talk a lot about my special about that whole thing about identity and that America is so obsessed with identity that from people like me, that's really hard because I don't want to like I wear Jordans for the past few years. But before that, I was a DC con converse girl and probably in a few years, I'll be like a boots girl. Do you know what I mean? I don't think we should have to. And I think that as well with sexuality, like me and Leela are a monogamous relationship and will be forever because I would be too jealous. But like maybe one day we'll have sex at a sex party once we have the rules maybe we won't but i mean yeah, like you yeah, know yeah. things change and okay i i pizza i loved pizza when i came over i don't am i making any sense no you're making total feels sense like a rant. no this is <laughs> no but it totally makes sense i feel like a lot of people are like feel like you there's this sense of like i could be open to something new and different but I don't necessarily want to say I'm not into that. You know, yeah. what I mean? like I'm in that weird middle ground where like I don't want to choose a side because, and I don't want to choose anything because I you don't know what you're. Do- I think like none of us know really. And I think you, I believe your personality changes. I can see that. I could totally see that. You know, like so. I think when you're like you can be like toxic, and I can't. 
but you can go to therapy and be better. <laughs> um, you know, or you could. I feel like therapy helped me a little bit. Yeah. You know? Oh, definitely. Medication and therapy helped a lot. Yeah, because even like with Leland, sometimes he'll be like, oh, is this going to, like, I'm doing this. Is that okay? And I'm like, yeah, don't revert back to Katie that we were with for the first three months of our relationship. She didn't know you. She was a little insecure. You know, I'm like, <laughs> it's a different person now. So wait, wait. So you're like having a conversation with like early Katie and now Katie? Oh, he'll like hold like things like, I'll give you an example. When when you first started dating, I didn't, he was like going for coffee with his ex. And I was like, uh, excuse me. I'm not dating. I'm not. I'm not being like the girl that you just go on dates with until your ex falls back in love with you. And he's like what that's not oh my god yeah well i mean i think most women would feel that way or most that's younger fair. women and also you vocalize it ho- like in a regular way you know so it's not like you didn't i vocalize it, it up. in an angry way but yeah i guess a regular way <laughs> <laughs> i was like nah um but you know so and then he had his ex's toy still and i was like like that she'd made him and it was like, like a little like a gift that was their thing like they that oh. it was like a playful thing and i was like oh that's fucking weird does that mean you're still in love with her but let's say now fast forward to get a year and a half and recently he had to text her about something and then he kind of got like a little defensive like and i was like dude i don't care this is totally fine we're de- we're in a serious long-term relationship if you, if oh my you need because he needed to ask her about something i'm like I don't. I, if I were worried about that now, I was like, you have to realize when we were first together, I didn't know if you. I didn't. It took a while to get to know you and know if you are just some guy who still is feeling. We are obviously gonna uh, think the worst sometimes, especially yeah. women in New York because we date monsters out here. So That's I was fair. coming from my experience with men I've dated. I just didn't know him, and as I know him now, I trust him and know everything's fine, and it's not like anything shady if that makes sense yeah so you were just only insecure because you didn't feel secure about the relationship in the first place yeah because it's like an inverse feeling yeah it's like you know we all we expect everything uh, we expect a lot early on in relationships yes. but it actually takes months i was just talking to my friend about this and she's with her partner a while but i was like not super long and i was like it actually takes a really long time to get to know someone you don't realize we, yes. we want to be like in love in the first three months and stuff but actually the longer you date you're like oh i'm still learning about this person and it takes a it, it can take a really long time to really get to know someone and all their secrets yeah and build up the trust yes. yeah and it's like not only do you see them differently because they, maybe they don't even know that you're doing certain things. Mm-hmm. So you help them see parts of themselves that they didn't even know was there. Yeah. So you're helping like reflect, you know, their actions. They see it in you, you know, they see how your dynamic is going, how your relationship's going, how healthy it is. That's yeah. part of them. You know, that's a different side of them, which like, it's so much fun to learn that side in a relationship, you know, yeah. that, that kind of other part of you, like the part that connects with another person. Um, but you f- you're seeing it too, you know. In, in your and we're still learning. We're together a year and a half. But like last night, uh, we were like in the bedroom, and I was like, "Can you tell Alexa? Because Alexa doesn't understand me. She'll probably fucking understand me now." Wait, wait. <laughs> Are you serious? Like yeah. You like doesn't pick up your accent. Well, sometimes, but uh, so she started understanding me when I was doing the podcast. But I hadn't even said her name, so she interrupted the last episodes. But like, I'll be like, "Alexa, can you turn the bedroom lights off?" And she'll just ignore me. Look, I said it there, and she just ignored me. Alexa. Alexa? No. Alexa? Okay, well, it's now it's just she not just eavesdropping on us. She just loves Leland. But so... <laughs> That's really creepy, actually. So creepy. It's so creepy. All right, Alexa, be quiet. So, anyway... <laughs> uh, 
But like, so, oh yeah, so Leland asked her to turn off lights. Actually, do you know what? There was no reason for me to tell the, the Alexa part in the story, I just realized. But so it was just the it's lights. funny sideline. Yeah, but there was just the lights from in here. And it's very nice, the lights in here. And I go, he go, I go, oh, it's mood lighting. And he goes, it's just the lights from inside. But I thought he was being snarky with me. Like, it's not mood lighting. It's just the lights from inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like all right jesus and he was like why are you jesusing me and i'm like it's just the lights from inside <laughs> and he's like that's not what i meant and i'm like what are you talking about and then anyway he explained he was like i mean it's only like it's cool it's only the lights from inside like yes i'm agreeing with you it's good mood lining it's only." and i was like oh i'm glad that we oh. maybe because we're together long enough we can be like what the fuck you know but it's like oh, such wow. a simple whereas i thought he was being like you know, like kind of like dismissive of me, like it's not mood lighting, it's just the indoor light. Yeah, it's just the indoor lighting, babe. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? But you see, <laughs> <laughs> and my experience in the past would be like when someone says it like that, they're being snarky. Totally. But it's yeah, we're it's good to like because we're from different places, we yes. use words differently. Yes. Yeah. So and he was like, though no, I was agreeing, and then we were laughed about it. That's so sweet. Um, what an innocent like moment. Wait, so how long are you with your partner? About a year and a half, too, actually. Funny enough. A year and a half? About. He was, we were together. Wait, how much younger is she than you? What? We really side. You did the typical man thing where you really sidetracked that question. What are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, how much years? She's 30. How old are you? I'm in my 30s. Well, so then it's not that. No, it's not. Yeah, okay. I thought she was like 20. I think no, you were no, it's dating. Funnier. Actually, it's funnier if you kind of uh, pretend like it's not a thing. Um. Wait, so sh- how, is she a comedian? No, oh. she's she's funny though. She's very nice. Um, we met on a sketch. We oh. were shooting a sketch together. Oh, so she does comedic it. stuff. She does comedic stuff. That's great. Yeah, and she went to like she learned film in college, and then she got her master's in like humanities. Yeah, which is so nice, you know. How did you ask her out, or did she ask you? We were we were hanging on the train after uh-huh. the sketch. We were going home. We were talking, and I was like, "Hey, uh, you're cool. We should talk more later." Yeah. And then she was like, "Okay." And then, you know, you kind of figure, like, sometimes it just dies right there when you exchange information. She messaged me, and she was like, hey. And then Uh we just went on the date a few days later. I love this. She's so great. She's fantastic. Uh, She found out she was Jewish. Oh, she didn't know. No. With her family and stuff. I actually, when she was talking about it, she's like, yeah. And I ended up finding out my my mom was Jewish. And I was like, that means you're Jewish. Yeah. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah. Why? Because she didn't know her mom? No, she does. But she doesn't know much about the culture at all. Wait, but how did she find out she was Jewish? She went through her mom. She, like, her mom and her finally talked about it after all these years, I guess. Oh, and her mom, why did It her just mom never came up. It's one of those things where, like, her I guess mom her never mom was never like, I'm not. No, her never. <laughs> That'd be like about a so kid. so weird. And, like, they turned 30, and I'm like, by the way, I'm Irish. <laughs> 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 That's wild. That's so, so funny. Why, what's her dad? You change your accent and everything. Yeah, I'm just like, American for the yeah. first <laughs> <laughs> I guess, you know, I've just been hiding this part of myself. <laughs> Wait, what's her dad? Her dad is like an American dude. I went out to see them in um, Rhode Island, by the way, Rhode Island. Uh, uh, so it's like a, it's very nice though. It's a very nice house, very nice area. Yeah. It's like on the side of a hill. Um, I got to see how she grew up. She grew up typical suburban kid, house, lawn, nice, like fairly middle middle class, like kind of lifestyle. Wow. We like which is very different to your yeah yeah. Oh, totally. Because oh you're God. you're from Columbia or your family's from? My family's from there, but I was raised here in New York. We were were you born there? Born here, actually. Born here. Yeah. Okay, and then you were raised. You were raised where in New York? Jackson Heights. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Jackson Heights, New York, which is like 
I feel like for any of the listeners who are from not from New York should know that Jackson Heights is literally when they say like melting pot, I feel like <laughs> that Jackson Heights is the best representation of that. Totally. It's every single culture from uh Latin, uh South Asian, yeah, Irish, yeah. uh all mixed in what you- Asia like all so much of Asian culture is there. Yeah, and you you walk down one street and there's like a the best Colombian restaurant you turn and then there's like a the best Bangladeshi tea yeah. and then you turn and there's like an Irish pub like <laughs> in the center like in between two different yeah it's very and then that's where a lot of um I feel like a lot of my friends who are Indian when they go to get outfits for yeah. like yeah, weddings will yeah, go they there all, yes. there's nothing but like there's a bunch of sari stores there's a bunch of like different um Indian like Indian there's Punjabi Bangladeshi styles all these very specific yeah. traditionalist meals from all these very specific countries very specific there's a really nice I think Peruvian club yeah is that Terra 7 or six? which one uh, the, it, I think it's Peruvian it's definitely Latin anyway it's a club you go in and then you can see the band through like a great they play a both that's on 83rd street and Roosevelt is or 82nd yeah yeah it was Terra Terrace I know what you're talking about yeah, too Terrace yeah, 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 yeah. I used that to do, was a sh- there was a comedy show there it was Peruvian Ah. There used to be a comedy show there, I think. Yeah, I, I used to go there and have sangria and then that's that was a cool place to hang was. out. I it think it's still I think it closed, but I think it's open back up. Oh, I didn't know that. But anyway, so you grew up in Jackson Sorry. Heights. <laughs> <laughs> we grew up in Jackson Heights and it was all like it's all Colombians down there too. So like we didn't know we had my family was all illegals. Uh so like we like, Me and my sister were like um born here and so some of my other cousins born here too, but like for the most part we only hang out. We only hang out with like other undocumented people because you're so afraid. And by the way, that used to happen more. There was a lot. Either that or the rumors were. It was probably also rumors. But like in the in, when they were undocumented community, um, which is where like fully like I was immersed in it. Like I was part of it. Like the the information passes less from. You don't pick it up from radios. You don't pick it up from news or whatever. The majority, if not all of it, picks up from uh, word of mouth. Everything is word of mouth. There is very little like mass communication you really kind of absorb. What do you mean? Word of mouth. So like we only trust the, you don't only trust something another undocumented person or family or Hispanic person will about tell you. the news, is it? Not about certain things like yeah. going on. So like we there was a lot of different disinformation about like immigrant raids oh. or like people getting picked up, and there was always a story of like they just raided this one place. Maybe you shouldn't go out today. And was it true? Well, sometimes they were, sometimes they weren't. Yeah. So like it wasn't like, and you couldn't verify. Not like you. Yeah, could, yeah. You <laughs> fucking like, hi, was there a raid over here? I'm an undocumented person. Uh, was there a raid going yeah. on? So you have to just kind of believe. There's no. It's not like it's gonna be on the news. Yeah. The news is only like forty. You know, there's more legal stuff going on, which is yeah. like more long term stuff, which is great. But there's no. No one ever says today there was a raid in Manhattan for yeah. undocumented immigrants yeah. or like they were here but you hear about it but it's not like you get what I'm saying yeah 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 absolutely. so it's you hear about it but it's not the same thing there's a lot of like so there's a lot of like staying in staying in is very common yeah. staying in is like very like well we have to stay here for this week or we That's can't go so work so scary it's fucking nuts I, I can't even tell you how many times like we've been like just huddled home and being like shit we can't leave because we're afraid our, fr- our mom would leave you know she'd go mm-hmm. to work it's very late at night maybe she could have gotten picked up Every day I'd fucking stay up nervous and waiting and so anxious. That's and it so was, traumatic. Oh, oh my God, it was fucking nuts. And then you go to girlfriend's house and she has like a white picket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like afraid her dad will go out for milk. Yeah. <laughs> and willingly not come back. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Just like regular. Just regular. No one picked know, him up. No a one. divorce. Yeah. <laughs> That's so scary. It's like, because there's a... 
huge undocumented Irish and for any of the Irish listeners um, people like to say immigrants like to say undocumented over here because illegal uh, is kind of like a term to make people afraid of immigrants totally. and it was like this sort of like what's that word uh, the old English did it to the old Irish what's it oh propaganda oh <laughs> yeah I okay. was like I didn't want to say Nazi but like yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like it's it's a type of propaganda yeah to like in incite and I read an article recently in the Atlantic and he was like I hate that we people want to say undocumented like it's such bullshit making them seem and I'm like Nah, dude, chill. Like these, because a lot of a lot of people come here for a better life, and it's kids, and their yeah. kids are undocumented because they yeah. bring small kids, and it's like they're not illegal. They didn't. But anyway, but the the huge. Well, it's not just that. They also can assimilate easy into U.S. culture. Yeah. The younger you are, the easier it is for you to be more American. Yeah, so what are they gonna do? Fucking go back? Like yeah, it's so weird. Like they've been here twenty years. Uh, my my old. This ro- is their their country. Yeah, yeah. My old roommate uh, works with a lot with undocumented and. Um, she is on DACA, so she came over here when she was 13, but that was a huge fight to get on DACA. And DACA once was, it, it it's now been like even stricter. They have to pay like 500 a year, I think. And it, it's Jesus. hard for young kids, uh, but it's that, and they can't ever leave the country. So, but so they have, they have their papers, so they're safe here, but they can never leave. And uh, it's, it's very stressful. But like she said, like, what are you going to do? Like, you're going to be, um, like, she's in her mid 30s. She's been here since she was 13. Like, yeah. You go back to where, yeah. you know, this is their life. It's very hard. And very having nuanced. to learn, like, if, if that happens, you have to learn a whole new culture. Yeah. You're fucking not used to it in other countries. I need to go to the other place and they'll be calling me American. Hold, oh, my <laughs> God. You'll be no no acceptance of anywhere. But, yeah, so that there's a big Irish undocumented here. But, obviously, I feel like Irish people can just blend in. It's more if they get in trouble. Like, yeah, I've yeah, ha- yeah. had a, a few friends who, like, got one got ran over and had to like give like a fake name oh my god God. another one got picked up on a bus to buffalo but like maybe he was drunk and being loud and they heard his accent but other than that it's easier obviously for them to hide but um i think it was obama deported like a ton of irish oh my god i uh don't whoever listens to this don't quote me on it but i did read an article and it was like they were like like they were rounding up like undocumented irish and the article was like Oh my god, we didn't realize how many, and I was like, "Shh, shh, stop running!" Yeah. Like it was like, like the second largest group of undocumented was Irish. And they've all just oh been like, sli- I can't remember, but it was something like this a few years ago. Like it was a, not maybe the second, but it was like a large number was uh, was Irish because all Irish come in. They come in on their little J one visa, and then they just, just uh, overstay it. Yeah, yeah just, just stay over- in a bar, <laughs> work in cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They work four nights a week. They save no up. One says anything. They go home. They build yeah. a house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just never go back to America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is their house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is so, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. It's literally what immigrants do. It's very normal. But, like, I don't know. I feel like they're, they make it seem like it's some disgusting thing of, like, even the way you, you the way you said it was so nice. Yeah, they come here, they fucking live a while, they fucking yeah. do whatever. It's I mean, and everybody, every undocumented immigrant is always doing jobs that, People, no one else wants like majority of Americans. Yeah, there's some like mixologists, but most of them don't want to work their nights as bartenders, Agreed. you know. And then uh, any kitchen, any bar I've worked in, all the kitchen have been Latin staff, and they work their fucking arse off yeah. because they're doing the same thing where they're sending home money, and they're not getting paid great. Um, also, like you know, they're sorry, I didn't mean to cut you yeah. off. Yeah, but like the they're giving fa- when they do like when they give when 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 they give fake socials and fake IDs and stuff to work. They don't get those taxes back. No, they're literally paying. Ta- I remember my friends were paying taxes 
and that was yeah. it. That's it. You they can't, were just like, no it's, it's not worth the risk to. So they were using like I had Irish friends using dead dead guys social security yeah, numbers. Yeah, yeah. So dead guys been paying taxes <laughs> for years, <laughs> and they just don't get it back. Yeah, that's none of the social security uh, office's business. They're like, well, we don't know. You know, we just as long as we get our cut, yeah, that's all they care about. Yeah, and because my theory would be. Because this whole propaganda where they, especially with like Latin immigrants, where they like the whole thing with Mexico and stuff. And it, it's just like such bullshit because it's you like. What's going on right now? Well, I mean, just all of it. I don't even understand. I don't even, I haven't even read the most current thing, but just like the whole idea of like being illegal and like the Trump stuff saying that, oh, only like, uh, what, like, what's a bad word for people? Like he was making out like only, um. Rapist. He called everyone from Mexico rapists. It was fucking insane. Yeah. Oh my god, stop! But it's called Africa shithole. Stop! Oh my god, he's the worst. But so uh, <laughs> during the pandemic, it, the America wouldn't have survived if it wasn't for the undocumented immigrants no, no, in the totally. working in, the, yeah. in, ev- in everything in every aspect. Yeah. Then, then, then once things got better, they were like, "Well, let's start deporting again." I know what they should. My my theory is what they should do is they should let everybody come out of the shadows if they want. So come out and you give them a green card. Everybody who's here, give them a green card. And then they just have to pay for the green card because it's $10,000. Uh, and if it could be a system set up. If it's too expensive, a system yeah. set up that they pay. And then they're on their own taxes. They're going to be, they're here anyway. True. That's my system. And then then some person who's like, hates this idea is going to message you and be like, well, what about future immigrants? And it's like, well, everybody's going to be coming anyway. So let's just... Just have a better plan. Have a better, <laughs> you know. And it's like they're they have phobias against everybody. It's yeah. like Islamophobia. They're gonna have Russian phobia. Now. They're gonna have fucking Irish phobia. People still hate the Irish, even now. Like Americans. I mean, like um, they're still like not as much, but like. You know. I mean, I feel like it's. Uh, I feel like they like uh, Irish now. I feel like they like Irish. That's Do they? True. I, I mean, they know. they call us alcoholics as a joke, but <laughs> I mean, and if you know, they'll deport you if if you're if they find you fighting drunk and you don't have a green card. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. no, I think they're. You don't think it's less? You think? Oh, well, I in general, yes, it's less. I mean, but yeah. I still think there's a lot of intolerance to different ethnicities everywhere. Yeah, I think it's everywhere. I think when you're different, like I read an article from the New York Times that a woman, uh, there was, or sorry, it was, share, not New York Times, she's me, the Irish Times, and it was after Brexit, and there a woman wrote in saying she'd lived in England for like most of her life. She's Irish, and she always found it very, like fine, like relations good uh, until Brexit because there was more people were uh open about their like hate for any type of immigrant and like there would be like there would have been over the years anti-irish sediment in britain and a lot of that would have been like because of the ira or because of past feelings or whatever but she was like that was the first time in a long time she'd experienced people being like like saying like cursing at her because she was irish and saying like irish things to her oh my god and then a few people had shared their stories as well like one guy was like yeah, all of a sudden, like, my coworkers were like, oh, you're another fucking Irish mic- immigrant coming in, like, this bullshit, like, like very pro-Brexit people. Obviously, that's not everybody, but I think when, yeah, I think when, when stuff happens, people show their... Um, True colors, you think? Yeah, 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 or they just get mad at someone who's different. It's like, yeah, it's, yeah, so... The mad at someone who's different part is always like... But I think people. what you guys had is now have now is, like, no no Irish immigrant will experience what you guys experience. I can't imagine. No. There's no... Because, like, the, the anti-Latin stuff, especially with... Uh, you say... You have a joke where you say Colombia 
your mom hates Mexicans as well or something? What was that joke? No, like, well, she's, I mean, in general, like, yeah, like, there's a lot of, like, inside Latin American, like, kind of I mean, of it's hatred. the same in Ireland. You'll yeah, be like, always like, I'll, yeah. I'll go down to the country and they're like, this Dublin bitch. I'm not even from Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, like, you know, so it's just all this, like, or I have that joke where, well, not a joke, but it was a piece of crowd work where there was, like, a girl who was from my town, but she's from the bottom of the hill and the yeah. top of the hill hates yeah, the bottom yeah, of the hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's, but, like, there's still. always, it's always. But it's different when it's, like, if you were undocumented and someone hates you because they could, like, call ice or something. Yes. It's terrifying. That, that's one of the Has, reasons. like, long-term effects. Yeah, well, we couldn't, like, we had to stay inside all the time. Oh, we had so to scary. hide. We couldn't tell anyone we were undocumented. We only hung out with other undocumented people, so it creates this bubble. So I didn't learn. And it's, the only reason I even have, like, a semblance of, like, American culture is because of stand-up. Yeah. Because of the art. So I yeah. got to mingle a lot with like middle class American kids. So I got to see how they lived versus how I lived. Yeah. I realized like, wait a second. Not everyone fucking lives in a one bedroom apartment with like eight people, you know? That's so scary. That's so scary because I just started reading 1984 and in it they were showing, he was saying about how there's like a few of your kids will rat you out to the government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there must have been, even though your mom probably knew or like not your mom per se, but like mothers or fathers probably knew their kids wouldn't purposely do it, but they might accidentally do it. Like, yeah. like, like, oh, well, my mom's from Colombia. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, she, yeah. yeah. She used to yell at us as kids and me all the time. She's like, don't fucking tell anybody yeah. about us. Like she was very, it was a very strict, oh, don't talk so about stressful. the family. Don't talk about us. Yeah. When they ask what we do, they're like, I don't know. I don't bring my, like she would ask, like we'd come up with like, she would just give us breakdowns during a day. Like, don't say this, don't say this, don't say this. It was an everyday kind of thing. It's just being aware. Cause the government was your enemy and your friend, you know, yeah. it was like, I would love to be a citizen, but also they can come in tomorrow, today, yeah. right now. They can break down that door and we're all fucked. I know. And if you don't let people, um, it was funny because I know like Obama, not funny, but I know he wanted to bring people out of the shadows, but he also deported more people than yeah. any president. <laughs> <laughs> he so, was a dick. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like, I don't know, but um, I do think that when you don't let people be, like let's so, so like if you don't let all undocumented people have their green cards and be here when you're undocumented you can't like i had friends who were like i can't report that that crime because yeah. i don't have or we had neighbors and they were all they were all undocumented there was always like fights going on and one of her sons was like mentally unwell but i just don't think he got the help that he needed but it was always like my roommate was like i don't think we should call the cops because I, I, what if they're undocumented yeah, 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 yeah. and like so it's like one of those hard things where it's like they don't have anybody to protect them. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and no so then, like, um, and then the crime continues to happen. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, there's all this crime," and it's like, yeah, "Because your system's stupid." Yeah. <laughs> it also like there's a, it's, it is actually that reason too. Like they can't work. There's no money, so you'll commit a crime because you need some money. Mm-hmm. This is still America. People are willing to pay things for something. And anybody I know who's undocumented, they're not illegally doing anything like anyone no. i know that i've met in america who's illegally doing stuff has been like americans yeah, yeah. like <laughs> selling weed before it was legal it's not all, all the drug dealers all white all yeah, white yeah, kids yeah. from like minnesota yeah all, everybody because i've lived in like areas where it was like definitely because my friend is latin and it was all undocumented latin people in that house but they were like that woman that was across across the hall from us she would get up every morning and go sell tamales so she's been doing anything do you know yeah. or you see see those uh uh, women on the streets with their and they're usually Asian immigrants but they have that's mainly what I've seen so I'm not I also don't want to stereotype but that's what I have seen is and they're fucking badass they have like a massive thing of bottles and they get all the bottles and they go and that's how they make their yeah, living yeah. my well not 
not my cousin uh collects bottles. You know, like yeah. they uh they I haven't have seen any their... I have never seen uh, I've never heard an Irish accent collecting bottles, but they're all in the bars. <laughs> the Irish people just walk straight in the bar. I've no social security number, I've nothing, just let me pay let me make my money off tips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they don't even have to pay them. So they're like, Grant. Oh my god, is that the Because my other friends were working in a thing where they needed a social security number, but most bartenders you just live off your tips and so they don't pay them the right pay. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. That makes yeah, that's kinda like the Listen, I'm not going to ask for more, but you're not going to get paid by the hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, just, yeah. It's just like fine, yeah. not even on the books. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Because I went to work in a place when I first came over. It was an Irish place. And they were like, yeah, yeah, you just, um, they were like, if you have a friend's social security number that came over before, we could use it. But if not, no worries. But either way, we're not paying you. So they were just saying because they would want it. I don't even know why they wanted it, but they were like, we're just, you just, you just make money off your tips. I get it. Just be like. Probably for them to be like, look, we have employees. Here are their social yeah, names. Yeah, but they would just, yeah. But I was like, that's bullshit. I don't want to work here. Because also they weren't really giving the tips. It was like a whole shady thing where it was like I, this Irish bar was kind of taking advantage of our, of their own. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's what That I happens all the time, too. That's so annoying. It's so fucked up. How many times did it happen to you? Well, that was just the one time. Then I went to work for this bear burger which was just like because i had a social security number because i'd done a j1 here before yeah um i wasn't really meant to be working at bear burger because my internship was for like art galleries and stuff but i was like not getting paid there so i needed to, i was like i just have to do it it's an art it's an art burger yeah, place. yeah. it was it was very fancy burgers <laughs> it was uh and then um and then i got hired by an irish guy who like was great and i still work for him oh that's yeah, nice. yeah so that's fucking sick yeah and uh you like but see that, like, um, fucking over your own? That shit happens fucking Hispanic community, too. Like, a lot of, uh, there's always, like, the thing. If someone has their papers, it's like anything else. It's almost like having a check mark, right? They'll still, f- they'll feel superior to other people. Even the smallest thing makes you feel superior to other people. And you'll either lord it over them, use it against them. You'll be like, you don't have any fucking papers. I'll fucking call the cops right now. Jesus. And you're fucked. We were afraid, like, the... The supers, even though, like, for us, the super was always Puerto Rican or, like, Guatemala. Like, they were other – like, so the first – when I was a kid, the super, we knew him through family and stuff. Then when he was no longer the super, it was a Puerto Rican guy. Yeah. When the Puerto Rican guy, we had to keep basically giving him little, like, not bribes, but anytime something oh broke. God, this is like the IRA with the Catholics up the north. <laughs> what would they do? Well, I'm, I'm, I don't know, and don't call me on it. And anybody listening, don't tell them I said this. But I feel like, from what I've watched in movies or read – Anyway, it was that, yeah, you kind of pay for your protection. Yes. It's just like a donation. Yes. But, like, also protect us. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, kind of mind your own. Like, here's some money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't. don't That's wild. doesn't matter how many people come in and out of this apartment. Because part of it was a lot of people usually do. And it does suck, but it does happen. You can't afford. If you're, like, undocumented or whatever, you're, you can't afford a big place. Or if you do have a big place, um, you have to have, like, a bunch of people living in there to be able to afford it. Because everyone earns, like, 200 bucks a week or whatever. So hard. So, like, you just, like, yeah. And you just fall on top. But it's not. And, and I'm saying it from a, and, and maybe if you hear this, you might think it's like, oh, what a difficult way to live. I was a little kid. It was great. <laughs> Your whole family is in one bedroom. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Your cousins are around all the time. All my cousins and me would hang out. We'd always like watch movies together. My cousin Karen, who her mother was like undocumented, but then got her 
citizenship the regular i think the regular way because she married and he happened to have his citizenship okay so like they did it the regular way you know and they were born here blah blah but like they it was funny to look at my whole family and see the different levels of the way people got in yeah yeah, yeah. and then how socioeconomically long term how they panned out yeah i mean you know what you just made me think of which i never thought about before so for irish listeners um we don't need to have there's no such thing as credit i'm pretty sure if you want a house you just have to show how much money you have i don't know i don't know how to get a house (laughs) but there's no credit there's no credit so for in in the really yeah yeah yeah. so but the credit i'm now realizing is obviously probably just like maybe like a kind of racist xenophobic thing because when you think about it yes i don't have debt so i have good credit but i don't have credit history and by the way i recently just paused my credit like seven months ago but i don't know how to unpause it so now i'm just stuck with bad credit history you have to, you have to call them or call contact them, them and they have to pay them to unpause it stop yeah if you want to but if it's only if you want to apply for credit and stuff i know but i want to keep the credit history yeah but that's always your history is always going to be there okay well i, I gotta well, figure talk it out to them. i'm sorry yeah but anyway so uh so for anyone listening you need a credit like long-term credit history and good credit to be able to just rent an apartment like i have a friend who's from a different country now and she has to get like a guarantor to get her because she wants to get she wants to get her own place and she can afford that she's got a good job yeah but she doesn't make enough money to sign up so it's like if you don't make enough money and you don't have good credit so you've you, you once you start your credit history that's when your credit starts so for anybody and like let's say when your mom and your whoever came over it must have been impossible to try to get an apartment. Oh, yeah. No, like they, they make it so it's so no, hard. No, we would always have to go rely on a cousin with papers to, like, sign the papers. Yeah. There's a lot of family ties. A lot of, like, we're looking out for each other. Yeah. But it was, it was, you know, it was like a bunch of years ago. So I was like. Because so for anyone listening, it's not like you just go and rent and be like, I have the money. Here's the money up top. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I, no. I, I even with me, I can show, like, I could show in my savings um because i know when me and sam were living together i was like oh i could just show my savings because i have the whole like i have a, like a, t- a, g- a good saving thank god oh, I mean, not, Boyle. not crazy but wow I, not, <laughs> not, cra- really? not crazy but enough to show that there's no reason why i wouldn't pay rent if yeah, that I makes get sense. It. I understand. and that they're still like that's not you need to be on your taxes making like 42 times the rent that's insane um so we had to get an extra person you have to get a guarantor and then they look at your credit history as well but i'm an immigrant so it's like my credit history is that good and i didn't get a credit Holy card for years shit but it's like, that's what I mean, it's like impossible. It, it's hard for Americans, never mind immigrants. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like the system yeah, yeah, yeah. and landlords won't take you. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd have to find a place that's like open to like those kind of deals. Like sometimes like you know, if you bribe someone a lot of time, like the, the doors <laughs> start to open, you know? I know. They love bribing. They love bribes. That's why Everything has to be official. But you're right. Even if it fucking... How hard it was for like a regular fucking you. It's fucking hard. You're finding it hard. Yeah. Regular American fucking middle class kids or whatever. Yeah. They fucking they they find it impossible. You can't imagine how fucking hard it is. You have that's why everyone lives with their cousin. Yeah. But it's also also like, it's a very unique experience because everything's closed off in a bubble too. Yeah. Which you must have seen firsthand too, right? In when I was living with my here, I mean, just to like you were you came. I in, think it's all bubbles. Yeah. It's all bubbles. I when I first started working at Bear Burger, the only reason why I have so many Latin friends now, which I should text them, but um, they <laughs> uh, they're just the best. But like it was like it did feel very much like these kind of like white girls working there, and then there was uh the Latin crew. So there was like uh and the Latin girls who worked on the floor would go downstairs and hang out with the kitchen staff, and 
they just were my friends straight away. Uh, maybe because I have an accent and because I have an, I'm also an immigrant because yeah, they're, yeah. they're all immigrants. So I just hung with them the whole time and I would have the best time with them. And uh, what was the point? Of, oh, so being with them, I got to see like all these different places. And like then I moved in with one of them and it was a whole like everybody in the building is Latin. Um, and I wouldn't have known about that woman across it, like, or even just learning about like being undocumented versus being on DACA versus an all like my roommate has gotten trouble because my old roommate, because she like chained herself to like a tree to protest for like immigrant rights, which is really cool. Really? Yeah. She's badass. But I learned a lot from her. They, I remember one time a big group of us and they all spoke Spanish and they would just speak to me when I needed to be speak spoken to. Uh, which was really nice because it was kind of like, you know, like I can join in conversation like they would switch to English if I did. But yeah. if not, which is totally fine because one of them didn't speak any English. So they would like switch back and forth. But I was the only person who was not Latin. And we went to Niagara Falls, but we went on the, the side where you could go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's like the, a side, the American side, right? the American yeah, side. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because there was like a couple of people on the trip who didn't like have paper. And I was in between mine at the time as well because I was applying for visas and stuff like that. <laughs> when you're like, let's just stay on. Just over They're here. like, you're one of, yeah, you're yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> you're about to be undocumented. Yeah. You're with us. <laughs> you know, and mine was all just pure luck and a lot of hard, like a lot of like, uh, you know, like really digging into it and figuring out how to, and talking to Irish people who were, who had gotten, but it's really hard. Like people are always like, how did you do that? And I was like, it took a lot of money. It took a lot of fucking you know a, yeah. l a lot of shit but it's uh it's really it's hard to get into america and stay here even like i mean it's easy to stay but it's hard to stay you know legally yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's also like it's easy to stay even in a quasi state where like you're somewhat legal not necessarily illegal but you're like somewhat legal uh but you just can't get any benefits that's something else too like they kind of a lot of people they leave in that yeah. middle ground where they're like well you can fuck around and live here but like don't expect anything. Yeah, that's don't, true. Don't ever break a law. Don't ever fucking no. expect anything. Because even now, I have a green card, but the laws with the green card. And again, I'm I I have that like you know when people are like, what is white privilege? And I'm like, well, you know, because they might. I remember one time someone was like, well, we don't have right white privilege because we're Irish and we're immigrants and we didn't. And it's like, no, that's not true because. I can walk around and no one's going to ask me for my green card. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Unless I look at a cop and I'm like, fuck you, <laughs> like in a big Irish accent, <laughs> yeah. you know, or whatever. And then he could do it because if I pissed him off. But yeah. other than that, I walk around. No one's like, look, you know, whereas uh, my friend, she could be stopped. And if she doesn't have a green card on her and she looks like, you know, she she looks like an, yeah. like what they would presume is an immigrant, you know, in their eyes. Um, it's really kind of racist, isn't it? So like, racist. So racist. Also and like that's why I say in their eyes because, well, she is an immigrant, but there's lots of people who look like her that aren't immigrants. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. could be easily. My friend was stopped on a bus, and there's a whole thing. He has a whole thing about it, but he he went viral over it. You know, Mahanid. Um, but he was like the only brown person on a bus. So he's like, because you at least asked other people. Like, <laughs> and he has a green card, so it was fine. But like, so like the thing for they only asked him. That's what he said anyway. Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. God. yeah. So it's like super racist. Well, the bus my friend was on, they asked everybody because he got fucking, he got fucking booted out. Um, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was my friend. He was like a friend of a friend. But uh, yeah, he got booted out. I don't know if I should be telling this story. Anyone listening, don't rot me out. But um, I mean, he's gone. So he's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, he was on a bus too. I I feel like that. But that's why I was thinking maybe he was drunk and loud, and maybe they heard his accent. I but like, I, if you just keep your mouth shut. But even then, that's so weird. Like, it oh just yeah, because I I I feel like on that bus he was on, they must have asked everybody. Um, but uh, yeah, but I 
yeah anyway i don't know i must ask mohanad what the actual details of his are that his sounds like a really good story like it's just yeah. creepy too like in general yeah asking citizenship proof you're like prove yeah. you're a citizen how creepy is that i know it's that's so weird i know but if you don't have your green card on you it can be a reason for deportation so it says it in it you need to carry it so like i get so stressed because and, you know, I went to Arizona, I was in Texas and stuff, and I was like, I'm bringing it with me, but I'm not carrying it around. So, but I don't, I'm not going to, you know, like that again with the, where it comes for the privilege. There's no reason for anyone really to look at me and stop me. I just, sure too. yeah, and I know that's awful, but I'll just like, and I don't, I'm not going to go buy drugs off anybody. I'm not going to be in a situation yeah. where, you know, but. Uh, you think you'll end up violent or like. Yeah, but like for my friend, yeah. she could just be walking around and a guy, a, a racist in a cop. store, yeah. A racist person fucking could just. Fucking Dunkin' Donuts, you're walking in some cops like, hey, give your yeah. fucking. And then card. there's racism like from loads of people because there was this like Mexican woman who uh, like targeted these Indian women. Did you see that? And then they were like, she was like, yeah, I'm from Mexico. And they were like, well, wait, why are you being racist to us? She was an older woman, but. But she was like, well, because I fucking earned the right to be here. It's you guys coming and making everybody racist. Oh, my God. So then there was like this like extra like layer where it was. And it was a TikTok video. She's like, I'm Amer." She was like, yeah, I'm from Mexico, but that's in America. And, Ew. Then, and then the other one was like, the one was just like an older Indian. I think she, I'm pretty sure she was uh, she was she was Indian because um, my friend shared it and was like, this is the racism we, we experience as well. But it was just like this. Uh, but in one way, I was like. Well, you know what? Thank God she's not a white lady because the the white ladies have been doing too much already. Do you know? <laughs> it's fuck's sake. Sometimes you're like, well, well, you know, you see, and then, and then she you take a break for once. She, like, oh, she looked like a fucking. She just looked like a crazy old white lady, and then she was like, "Yeah, I'm from Mexico," and I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but still yeah. fucking weird, you know? Like, dude, it, it's so but it's just like, yeah, she just target like I I don't know. People are just like people are crazy, but yeah. Anyway, so that's where the. Where the white privilege comes in and being like a white immigrant for yes. sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That you can just walk around. There's no reason. Um, Canadians fucking. I mean, they're not immigrants. Get out of here. Every Canadians. T- every time I yes, ask, they at a, are. I know. But every time I ask at a show, I'm like, "Is there an immigrant here?" And a, can- a Canada person, a Canadian person, says, "I'm from Canada." I'm like, "Get out of here." You're just like a. No, but they can still be deported. No, they're I know it's like- very stressful. I am only joking. Okay, but no, no, yeah. the only reason I bring it up because it's just a funny. Because they sound American. Yes, that's so. They almost have a, the exact same accent. There's even an extra layer. It's so funny. That's so true. But they still same have the same roots. But they still have the same fears. We know a lot of Canadian comics who are like really trying to get their green card and really nervous. And the thing is, when you come forward to try to get your green card you're more at risk of getting deported then yeah because they that's when they start checking you like how the fuck yeah you and here, you're right? kind of like what the fuck like wh- i gotta figure out my options because you know once you go forward it's like oh well they know they know me i'm on the you know even if you have a visa it's kind of like you're once you come forward to apply for that next visa if you don't get it you're on the radar yeah it's very, it's very stressful they know when your visa's ending they're like you said it was July 4th. That's like July 7th. Now. But I heard a story where there was a couple of Irish coming in recently into New York and they like didn't get through the because they were like, we know that you overstayed like a or you worked when you were on your J1 before. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Anyone listening says don't fucking report us now. I'm like so scared. Um, it's so scary to say anything. But yeah. The, and the guys are just like, we're just not going to risk this right now we'll like we'll we'll go back home and we'll fight it but it was just for a holiday but it was something to do with like they were like rechecking like old irish like j1ers oh yeah it's really it's fucking weird i know every time i come back in they give me shit also this is like a strange time right now for america in general yeah i feel like they want population rates up yeah and they want more how do i say this not weird 
white babies. You know, they want like more. It feels really creepy. Like I that. feel like there are a lot of white couples don't want white babies anymore. Do you see that they're adopting yeah, yeah. like and then making TikTok videos? And I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? Give that baby back. I don't know. I know they want us to have kids. Oh, they want, yeah, because they want, oh, yeah, that's why they're stopping abortion because yeah, it's yeah, mainly want, white women yeah. who get abortions. Yeah. That's why they're stopping abortions because they yeah, want, yeah, yeah th- we're all gone like no conspiracy theory, but it's I don't so know. I think America's a weird time. I think yeah, America's yeah. a big conspiracy theory. It's such an odd <laughs> thing. We could have, like, the, the, it, America loves conspiracy theories in general, but also, like, they keep talking about it how they think the U.S. population just, just can't keep up with China because they're like a billion. Oh. China's a billion. So is India, a billion people. Yeah. These are directly like our... I know. Well, you know as well. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's also like I didn't realize, and I, I'm only learning about it in recent years, about like the prison systems here and how that's all. They love having immigrants in the prison system or black people in the prison system because they're using them as like oh yeah uh, like they'll extend their sentences yeah 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 it's, it's just labor All like fucked up shit yeah once you get in you can't it's get out it's basically slavery it's so scary my remember someone being like don't babysit over there because that Irish woman got like locked up in prison for and it's so it I think she got out in two years because she didn't what you do they accused her of killing a baby but she didn't kill a baby oh my god yeah so I remember uh, someone was like. Don't nanny over there because they'll accuse you of killing their child. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, and if I you're get an, it. And if you're an immigrant, it's yeah. like, <laughs> you know, even then, it's like, it doesn't matter that she's a white woman because she's an immigrant. So it's like, yeah. you just don't even know the system. You don't have yeah, the same fucked. support. 100%. So it took, just like she was in prison for person. two years. Oh, my God. Which, I mean, in Ireland, you probably only get two years for murdering a baby. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You got like 12. But I mean, it's not the same. How I many babies have you killed? Like None. Oh, thank not even abortions. Oh, wow. Not that. that I think that's killing a baby. I think I that's mean, just no, killing no, some just, cells. We're just teasing around. It's not even killing. Oh, God. That's just removing a cell. People that's removing complaints. a tumor. Um, <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> um, no, but no, no, I've never had to get an abortion, thank God. And uh, just because it sounds, I don't think people realize how like painful or stressful that is. Thanks. So, yeah, I don't want to have to do with that, thank God. But um. But no, I, I, in Ireland, the prison system is totally different. I, they also just don't have enough money to keep people in as long. So people get out after, like, I think it's like 12 years if you kill somebody. Whereas oh here, God. it's like life. Yeah. Death. They really, here, they really want you to feel the punishment. Well, no, they just want you to work. Well, I mean, obviously, you shouldn't be killing people. But I do think it's really scary. Like, I have nightmares here that I end up in prison. Yeah, and it's over nothing. Too. We didn't say anything on this podcast. That could land us in prison, right? Because I just want to put it right up because I'm late. No, no. Okay. There's nothing on this podcast at all that can end up in prison. Okay, good. Uh, I get scared. Yeah, I imagine. They fucking, like... But it's still, like... I get scared because I was doing that joke online where I was, like, saying that immigrants were the true patriots. And it, like... It's like a whole little like thing about how like the things we give up to go here, like because you know uh, the the line is I say uh, I gave up affordable health care to live in this pyramid, <laughs> pyra- That's great. right? Well, pyramid scheme of a country, yeah, yeah. um, and I and I'm like I'm still here and I'm going down with the ship and stuff like or something like how like I paid to be here so I can't leave and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah. But I was like, really? you invested all this time and money. This yeah, is yeah, this yeah, is my yeah, house. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't fucking. That's a bad investment. Yeah. <laughs> But so people got so mad at it and it's just a joke and it's like I do love Did you get complaints like that online? Oh my god, I was getting so much hate. I was getting like loads of love and loads Oh my god, stop. Yeah. No, not death threats, but like I was like, Oh but my point is it's like are we afraid like some immigration officer would watch that and like come after me? But then everybody was like, Calm down, that's not gonna happen, you're fine. No, like they they wouldn't like do something like that. I know, it's just scary. Yeah, and it's like they're 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 literally state police. 
They're fucking police. Mm-hmm. They're the state. It's so creepy. I know. It is like 1984 for immigrants. Yeah. Immigrants experience the fucking. I know. I should really get my citizenship. Okay. Uh, by the time you listen to this, <laughs> I'll have had my citizenship. So back off. Yeah. <laughs> Leland keeps being like, you need to go apply. You need to go apply. And I just. Are you applying? I will eventually. It's just a scary thing to commit to, too, because it's like, I just don't know what I'm doing. Well, you, I mean, you do live here. You're a stand-up comedian. You have this great podcast. Uh-huh. You, like, uh, you, I would suggest going for it, too, as another friendly voice. I mean, like. Well, I have, yeah, I can legally go for it because I've had a green card for a while, so. But there's also the other stuff, right? The You have to take the fucking tests and shit? Yeah, take a test. I gotta know who did what in 1776. I don't fucking know. Can I, uh. <laughs> I mean, most Americans don't either. Yeah. I promise you, if you took... Well, my grandma, who's 93, yeah. 94 in two weeks. Or, no, this the 8th of October is her She's birthday. a Libra. She's, I guess. I don't know, is that what it is? That's four days, not two weeks. Oh, whatever. Four days. <laughs> my mom's birthday is tomorrow. But no, remember, we recorded this years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, her, she took a citizenship test last year, and she passed. They gave her like an oral test. Oh, they gave her five that's questions. That's so cute. Yeah, and she was answering I them. I love that. Yeah, they were like, "Your abuela." The, who's the first Is president? That how you she say was that? Like, George Washington. Yes, abuela. Abuelita. Oh. Shout out, George Washington. Okay, wait. So your girlfriend? <laughs> but she's a so she's a white American. Yeah, she's like um, full Jewish, you know. Oh yeah, and you were saying the thing about. Um, individualism I think that's too as well like when you were saying you're in that bubble that happens here as well because then when you date someone outside of the bubble so like here in New York there's like all these Irish groups and Irish people and then it's the same with Latin groups and you were saying you were like a lot of Colombians yeah. and it does even though it's like a melting pot it kind of forces people to be in their own little group and yeah. there's not yeah, yeah. so it's really nice in comedy like obviously with you know I met people outside well and uh, and uh, working at bars because that's how I met all my Latin friends. Um, but also just like willing to like go with them and you know see places. And I wanted to learn about different cultures. And then a lot of my comedian friends are uh, Middle Eastern and South Asian, so learning about there. And then so a lot of them are Muslim. Yes, learning about different cultures. Yeah, there. yeah. and like I mean, there's so much that you think you know, but you don't even realize until you actually learn about the culture and meet the people yeah. that you're like oh, did I know evil propaganda? Like, do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah. you're like, you're like, of course you should look at everything with a like uh, a step back and not everything you read is true. But until you're really in, in that culture and meeting the people, it's like the way everybody thinks over here that all Irish men are abusive alcoholics and it's like only 90% of them. No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like there's stereotypes and that's why it's really good when people, even when you date out of, out of your culture, like, because obviously even though Leland were both, uh, white we're totally different we yeah. come from totally different worlds yes. it's like american versus irish and yeah, yeah. i'm more i find more relatability with like my middle eastern friends yeah, yeah, you know yeah. like i feel like there's more the um s- learning the same morals the same like uh what not morals but like what you do in life like like uh ethics ethics thank you where it's very different to american or even the words we use uh, so me and lena speak the same language but it's very different yeah they teach them here something that they never taught me, like in ours. Even like my my uncle who lives in uh, like in Colombia, is they teach them a sort of you're entitled to that. Yeah, it's a sense of American like you were a man and you're like an American man. You deserve to be either the best yeah. or deserve to be in charge. It's kind of sad though. Yeah, because they teach that they teach here like 
you're the you're all individually the best you're all winners yeah and except and I, only one of you is really gonna win and so it's kind of hard because then i feel like here people are like I should be a star. I should be doing something. I should be successful. So they're constantly chasing. That. Yes. Yes. And then it's like, it's okay not to be. It's okay just to chill. And yeah, my mom takes a nap every day at four with yeah. my other cousin and my grandma. And so they're like, that's what they do. Yeah. The town in where I'm from. Yeah. But they had to because it was probably so hot there. Was it? What's it's it called? Part a of it. Siesta. siesta. Yeah, yeah. But like the they do it for like lunch. But like they just shut down. Yeah. Everything shuts down like a two. That's so nice. Everyone just leaves, goes, eats, relaxes yeah. for a little bit. Then you come back. That's a great way to live. Yeah, I agree. I recommend it. In, Ireland, ev- <laughs> in Ireland, everything shuts down on a Sunday. And um. Uh, or things are oh closed earlier on Sundays. That's stuff. nice. Yeah, I used to hate it when I lived in Ireland, but now after being completely overworked in New York, I'm like, I like this <laughs> Sunday off. So nice or day off. I'm definitely more relaxed after the pandemic. But yeah, the this whole and then there's a whole thing of like to be happy and but like here I find people are always pretending to be happy. Like it's kind of a scary, creepy. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie wives thing that sometimes I see Americans do where they're yes. like, yeah, everything's fine, everything's good, I'm yeah. happy. Hi, how are you? Like, there's always this fake smile plaster on their yes. face. Creeps me out. And it's like the they have to constantly say that because their goal is money constantly. It's just yeah. like constantly like thinking about like money. How can I make more? How can I like yeah. make it to either superstardom or like the top one yeah. percent or whatever? It's a constant capitalistic drive. It's really in fucking ingrained in you yeah. since a little kid. Isn't it weird? And I feel like um, when you were saying about individuality, I don't think I said it on the podcast before. If I did, sorry for repeating myself, but I've been thinking about it a lot because individuality is very important here, and especially in the next, in the in all these new gen or whatever the new yeah, kids the next, up. the next thing. But this country is so obsessed with individu- individuality, yet they're either Republican or liberal, and they they believe they have to take all the sides of liberal, and or the or the other person takes all. So you're individual. You're like I I'm this with my sexuality i'm this with that i'm this and this this is my religion whatever or this is i like blue whatever i can't think i actually can't think of good examples there but then it's like but i agree with 50 percent of americans on all of these whereas i don't think everybody is liberal or republican no. i i'm sure there is a lot of people who don't believe in abortion but believe in healthcare. yeah 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 and now they have to stick with republicans yeah. because it's a question of their faith where I, I think there's a lot of liberals who believe believe in abortion, but also, I don't know, I can't think of anything that the Republicans believe in that liberals would believe in, but I'm sure that what they about could... shooting guns? Some, some liberals... Yeah, want to yeah, they might be like, oh, I wouldn't mind a gun in my house. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah, yeah. Know. But I probably, maybe not, but I think that they... I, know, I also think some of the liberals, the liberals who have a voice, the extra liberal, don't let the other people come in and they don't hear them. Yeah. Whereas if they were to come down more on their level because a lot of poor white americans have it just as bad as a lot of immigrants and if they may- meet each other and, and there's a lot of immigrants who are v- extremely religious I agree. but who can't vote believe with go with republicans because republicans want to vote get them out but they're yeah. also like yeah well i, I don't agree to the same guy yeah so it's like they, <laughs> there needs to be more kind of in the middle and let's meet here and like okay you don't like that like i mean more conversations yeah. or because uh, the poor white Americans don't realize that they sh- they don't even have teeth. They need to realize that they need dental. They need health care. But for some reason, they associate that with everything against their beliefs. It's, a, it's just a very strange world where it's all like, we're all individuals and we like what we want, but also we all have to fit into this bubble. Does that make sense? Am I? No, it do- okay. it makes perfect sense. Okay, good. <laughs> I feel like you're, you're perfectly capturing what we're all kind of being forced to do. And part of it's like, 
this like world where we're all like marketing ourselves online. Yeah. We're all have to like if you're selling yourself, who is Katie? Yeah. Katie has to make a firm stance of what Katie is and here put this all down and I need you to sell and agree get people to agree with you on these stances. Yeah. It's really hard. You know, it's it's And I just think it's like all like a weird thing to keep <coughs> like because yeah, America's great. I love being here, but the healthcare I no like you Terrible. look at like there's a ton of Irish immigrants who get to come over here because they've PhDs and they need them so not a ton i know i know like five like doctors but i mean like no not like doctors well i mean it's a doctorate or something like that you know, like yeah, they yeah. have they have they are skilled in something that no one else is in america yeah. so you look at colombia colombia has mainly immigrants working for them that they they pay to come over if it's from denmark england uh you know like look at chansu that com- the comedian who's been on the podcast before has been brought over here because she's a neuroscientist yeah um, smart. yeah but the point is, they're like, oh, we don't want immigrants, but we need them because nobody can get the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no yeah. one can get the education. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, who the fuck could afford to do a PhD here? Absolutely nobody. That's true, too. Um, so you need to outsource it. So you're going to other countries because, you know, you can get a PhD in Ireland. You know, it's way more affordable. And, and, you know, so they take them over here. But then when the pandemic happened, all those people were stuck here. They couldn't leave. They couldn't go home because they didn't have like a full term visa. They just had this. So they were just like a, t- a ton of friends who were stuck here for two years. Who were See, that's the, the middle ground. Yeah, it's like that kind of weird. You're like, well, it's like, good luck. we don't want you, but we need you. But also you're wear. fucked yeah. for <laughs> the next two years because the system isn't for you. Yeah, even yeah. though thanks for fixing all of our brains. Please don't leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's like <laughs> And they just need to have more like they just need to like and then you say anything like I think you could work on this. Amer- America is a toxic ex-boyfriend, totally. where, you know, because it's a toxic boyfriend where you're like, well, actually, if we just work on our communication, I think that we or if you if you went to therapy and he's like, fuck you, I'm fine. Don't criticize me. We're the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where it's like, no, every oh, so like, okay, and every America. country has there is con- there's a country in the Middle East that has technically slavery. Um, Which one? Uh, well. I don't want to say because I don't want to get in trouble. But That's fair. Yeah, but if you just look up uh, a Rhymes news... with Saudi Arabia. No, or? no, it's... I Well, because this country also went through a like, really shitty thing recently, but I was reading this uh, Al Jazeera. Did you ever read that? It's like a Middle East newspaper. I was just reading yeah. about some stuff that was going on over there. And there was like a lot of immigrants will come in from like Libya or like uh, Northern Africa. and But then what happens is when they're working for these rich... Uh, people they take their passports and so they can never leave oh my god yeah that's fucked up yeah so it was reporting on it but i don't want to say the country because i'm afraid that i'm remembering the country wrong but it was a it was a country in the middle east um yeah yeah yeah. and so but i just i have to look it up and see what country it was but like so like i read that the time that blm was happening here and i was like oh my god there's actual people and then you look at other countries where there's like sex sex trafficking that's here yeah, or, or, you know, um, and I'm sure there's stuff in Ireland that we can get better yeah, at as yeah, well. Yeah. So, like, every country needs to constantly grow and get better. Like, I mean, in Ireland, we're still learning about, like, what exactly is rape and how do we define that? Oh and how God, do we... Yeah. I mean, I feel like most countries are doing that too. But, like, I mean, Ireland's really tried to stop being as misogynistic. And and and, and it, it, I think it's doing... a. I hope it's doing a good job. But my point is, Ireland's not perfect either. You know what I mean? All yeah, these yeah, countries. Yeah. So we all can... Every like, country has failed its citizens, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel Definitely. like, for the most part, Yeah, I mean, like, you look at Ireland, like, failed. up until the 90s, they were taking babies off pregnant women and forcing them into laundromats. And those oh, my God. Died. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was up until at least like the late 80s, 90s, like these la- Why yeah. laundromats. Or I don't know if it was called laundromats, but I think that means something different here. 
yeah. don't know. I don't know. But yeah, anyway, it w- means the laundry. You know, yeah, the like they put women in these places, like while they have the baby, and then they take the baby and put it up for adoption in America. So there's like a ton of like baby Irish babies. That oh, like, instead of abortions, kind of thing. It, but there was no abortion. Yeah, I get what you're saying. And then a lot of babies died. Oh my because God. they just weren't ma- like, or they'd have these babies in these homes in Ireland, and they would just die because they were. Yeah, it was oh all, it was God, all like Katie. all ran by the Catholic Church. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I feel like it was up until now. They recently found eight babies. Oh my God, Chansu is calling me because she's doing Leland's po- uh, podcast, so she's coming up. But um, that's Leland. Chansu's calling. She needs you to let her in. Okay. Um, I okay. Well, I feel like we should wrap this up. But you, so you're with your girlfriend. You're happy. You're in love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any. S- Dating advice for any yeah, undocumented yeah, immigrants? Yeah, any, uh, <laughs> Get uh, married. That's number one. <laughs> uh, uh, dating advice in general is um, you don't have to have much. I don't even have a job. Yeah. I think a lot of times most women just go for either confidence yeah. and uh, just um, likability. You know, it's really easy actually. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to like. Be polite and show good manners and be like, hey, you know, yeah, it's a lot easier than you think. I agree. I think, um, you know, uh, what's the word? Oh, like kindness. Wow. I really struggled to figure out that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's That's amazing. Great. It's like, uh, you know, no matter what. And I remember my aunt saying this and she was like, you're not always going to like your you're not always going to love your partner. And I, I say, I'm sure she meant like sexually yeah. or like, there's going to be times where you're going to like struggle, but she was like, you always have to like them. And she said like, my, my husband is kind and that's really important. And I think that's true because like, you know, you might be in a long-term relationship and be like, Oh, well I'm never going to get to fuck in a bathroom again, even though I never wanted to ever fuck in a bathroom. But my point is you're never going to do it again. Or, you know, I never might get, not get to explore being a lesbian or like, you know what I mean? Who knows? You know, things might come, but then, uh, it's like, Oh, I, uh, he's so kind or yeah he might not be like I might not get okay. to have sex with Christian Ronaldo I can't okay. even say his name Ronaldo you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like but you have someone you can like tell nice your day guy about. Yeah. yeah partners really I didn't realize it's so great having a good partner it is it's super important yeah it takes the it takes the life pressure off oh my god you can fucking take you're like you'll watch a, you'll be busy and then all of a sudden you're like hey do you watch a movie together and you'll watch it on the couch yeah just watch a movie on the couch and it changes everything yeah because you're more relaxed yeah you're like that was a great movie yeah yeah do you want to like just cuddle and then you just cuddle yeah isn't that great yeah so being nice and likable is like gonna get you the long-term girl yeah basically so. oh totally without question okay where can people follow you because these motherfuckers are talking in the kitchen oh sorry no not you that's not you that's them oh i know but like ah. I, still, I, I still apologize it's all right you yeah, know. yeah so my so bad nice. for them at daniel j parafan uh for most things uh and instagram it's at daniel underscore j underscore parafan this uh, was a lot of fun okay thank i you love so you thanks for coming on. oh my god thanks so much I, yeah. fun, like, oh you're so what no, it's a fucking great podcast. Okay, great. Fun. Yeah, yeah. We talked we about, about different topics. I know. Great. And the video will be on Patreon at some point. And uh, sorry to the Patreon listeners that this isn't up early. It's like every second episode I put up way earlier. And then shit happens. Like I was in Atlanta this weekend, so I didn't get a chance to Ooh. do it. I know. It was fine. It was fun. The hang was fun. But I'll, uh, yeah. But, um, uh, what did but you film? No, we were just doing the Laughing School Festival. Oh, that's yeah. pretty cool. I'll tell you about it after. But, totally. uh, so. Oh, I have to also go to a show, but uh, Katie Ball comic, DM me if you want any advice or stuff like that. That helps. And um, uh, love you guys. Bye. Bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 